You've found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. Catch John and Ed as they broadcast live weekly, and join the conversation. Go to RadioTFI.com for schedules, information, and more. And now, enjoy the show. Who found the Taxi Stand Hour? I am Frau Blucher. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a pay phone, call collect. So most people have a fear of acquiring the virus. I think a good way of doing it is to imagine that you do have the virus. Yeah? And change your behaviour so that you're not transmitting. Don't think about changing your behaviour so you won't get it. Think about changing your behaviour so you don't give it to somebody else. Yeah, well, I, I think it is. <laughs> better, better check my watch and make sure. Hey, hey good morning, everybody. It, you know, it's uh, it's Sunday again, and it's uh, January thirty first of twenty twenty one. Yeah, that's right. Last day of January already, folks. February should be upon us here quickly, including that visit from that uh, rascally little ground dog here in a, a couple of days. Oh, <clears throat> Anyways, good morning. You are listening to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI and on the Radio TFI streaming conglomeration, which includes, I don't I forgot if I told Ed this or not, which includes a new Facebook group, not page, but group, uh, known as Friends of the Taxi Stand Hour. Ooh, surprise, surprise, surprise. <laughs> Anyways, from the uh, Radio TFI Northern Command Studio, where we have, oh, I don't know, flurries to light snow, a pleasant winter day, if there is such a thing. I'm John Shannon, and from uh, an area which is going to be known, I understand the snow is actually going to come up to the very tippy top of the Radio TFI Executive Tower, and they're bracing for it. They're getting their supplies. They are they are panic shopping. They have no more toilet paper or Lysol. It is Mr. Ed Van Ness. Good morning, sir. Good morning, kids and kittens. But we we are loaded up on Diet Mountain Dew and Tic Tac, so we're good to go. We're good to go. Yes, we uh, we're we're expecting a bit of snow coming up here uh, starting tonight. We're looking at about uh, eight to twelve inches here in New York City with winds uh, gusting up to fifty miles an hour or so. It's a nor'easter. It's gonna it's gonna be a nasty couple of days here, and. Uh, so I mean, granted, this is a July afternoon in Minnesota. We get that, but you know, the, the, it's a whole different thing. Fortunately, you know, we we've got the situation where the top uh, floors floors two to three forty seven are closed here at the Executive Tower. Uh, so uh, we'll, we'll be checking. Well, we'll send security up after the storm to make sure everything's okay. Uh, how are you this morning, young man? I am, I'm just ducky. I guess I'm not having to worry about a 
big snowstorm here anytime soon. Like it's a bit of a little light, little dusting yeah. of snow here. So let let's put. I just I if you're listening to the opening, you might have heard. Uh, you you might have heard the lovely and talented Cloris Leachman there. We uh we lost her this week. Uh, if you're watching on the video, there's a little photo collage of the of the lovely and talented uh Miss Leachman, uh, and that's from Young Frankenstein. It's one of my favorite bits. Every time her name is mentioned in the movie, the horses go crazy. I am Frau Blucher. <laughs> But even still, I did, and just on that movie, I mean, she's got a she had a great great catalog of work, but uh, and we happen to have these drops available. But if you've seen, if you haven't seen the movie, by all means, do you're you're missing something. You're uh, the whole cast is just spectacular. And Terry Gar, but <laughs> at one point, Clarice Leishman, Leishman's character reverts to like a 13 year old girl when talking about the uh, Dr. Frankenstein then uh, you and Victor were yes, yes say it he was my boyfriend <laughs> oh my god and of course she was on the Mary Tyler Moore show she had her own show Phyllis there for a little while uh, countless, countless movies. Uh, she was great. There was a movie uh, a few years ago, an Adam Sandler movie, Spanglish. Uh, she was just, she was fantastic in everything she did. And uh, uh, would 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 I saw her in so many things where you wouldn't expect her, an actress of her stature. She was all in for the joke. If it was worth a laugh, she was there for it. She also did Dancing with the Stars a couple of years ago in her eighties. I remember hearing that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that was so. Uh, she's got she's got a fine partner to travel that road with, uh, Cicely Tyson, who we also lost this week. They were about the same age. One was ninety four. Yes, one, one was ninety six. Something like that. So they both uh-huh. lived long, full lives, and uh, you know, we we wish we. Ladies, enjoy your trip. I uh, I seem to remember back in the seventies they actually named a gum after her, if I'm not mistaken. But oh, it was called Chlorette. Oh come on, come on! He's sealing his lips. He's sealing his lips. He wants to laugh in the worst way. There's no joke there. He's sealing his lips. I don't know. There what? really was a Chlorette's gum. I know there was a Chlorette's gum. But just, well, look, hey. look, you got lucky twice last week. You hit the bullseye twice last week, and I'll grant you that. I, I am not taking anything away from that. But look, that was your shot in the dark twice, okay? Don't don't push it, all right, John? Oh, okay, you okay. Show, you keep the show running. You keep us on a straight line, on an even keel. I'll take care of the other stuff. That's what I'm afraid of. Well, uh, as we all are. Anyways, I hear I, I hear you might have some stock reports over there. We any have we, we we have any number of stock reports, so let's let's start with that. Uh ah, this is the Radio TFI Market Watch report. Uber closed the week at $50.93, down $3.38. Lyft 
close the week at 44.46, down $3.35. But neither one of them can compare to GameStop. John, have you been following GameStop? You know, I have about as much interest in uh, the market as I do in watching uh, Blippi. Okay, so the answer is, but are you vaguely aware of what's going on with GameStop? I, uh, other, uh, well, you can't help it. It's on the new. It's okay. on the news everywhere, so you can't so, help it. So basically, what's, what, going what's, what's going on here is a bunch of small investors who who got themselves together on a Reddit subgroup. Uh, they went after this stock, GameStop, a, a video game retail outlet and since nobody's buying video games anymore they download them they, they they haven't been doing well but the big boys the hedge funds they were doing uh they were sh what they call shorting this they're betting that it will lose uh mm -hmm. there's a whole system where they borrow stocks and it, it's anyway it's a game that the that the hedge fund companies have been doing doing for years well now the little boys figured out a way to do it and the hedge funds have just because the head you can't you couldn't lose in this situation because once the stock hit a certain point or when it hits any at some point the hedge funds have to pay back money they were going to lose money on this no matter what so you had people making a, a couple of grand 10 grand uh, there's stories out there and the hedge fund companies are crying foul now because now the little guys have figured out their game and this is what, what the hedge fund companies do. They, let me read you a couple of quotes here uh, off of uh, off of the Twitter. Uh, one, one of our favorites, Angry Staffer, said this, It's insane to me that after being repeatedly kicked in the nuts for decades, retail investors found a way to get back at hedge funds for their corrupt practices and transfer some wealth back to the people in the process. And the entire market apparatus colluded to stop them, which is going on right now. The people at, at one particular trading app, Robinhood, uh, they they stopped trading on this stock and a couple of others that were in a similar situation. Uh, basically, it's it's uh, what Wall Street is saying. It's okay for us to do it, but we're not. You know, you're you're, you're getting into our game here. So good good for those people that uh, you know. I, I I'm sorry. I I have no no sympathy. What having watched industry after industry be basically torn apart by wall street and countless countless people put out of work eastern airlines mm. is, a, is a fantastic uh, pan am i'm sorry it was either pan am or eastern was uh an incredible example of that uh, and uh, one more tweet on that uh this is from kevin farzad on Twitter at Kevin Farzad. I know this GameStop stuff is funny, but you have to remember this is hurting real people who own multiple boats. <laughs> and we, we, you know, we do feel sorry for those folks that own those boats. You, you have no earthly idea. We, uh, especially those, especially those yachts, you know, and just it's bad enough, especially the ones up here in New York who can't, who have to dry dock their boats for, for, uh, eight months out of the year it's not cheap it's not cheap how, how do you how do you expect these poor people to you know you're expecting them to let go some of the crew on the smaller boat come on now this what, I, what, I, what, I know. what country it's, are we living in it's it's outrageous i, I know it's outrageous i know
But you know, hey, as long as you did the, uh, as long as you did these uh, stock reports centralized on uh, on Uber and Lyft, I thought we'd do something unique and actually put out a couple of stories real quick. Stop the about... presses! Stop the presses! <laughs> well, you know, hey, I really wish we'd had more stories about the taxi industry itself. Although, hold on, before I go any further. Uh, and Ed just showed this to me here uh, a, a couple of days ago, or excuse me, a couple of days, a couple minutes ago. Wish he'd have showed it to me a couple of days ago. I could have done something with it. You could always, but, uh, you could always go to the website. Our friends at Beck Taxi in Toronto, Canada, again, probably uh, one of the best, if not the best ran taxi organization in North America. Uh, they're running amongst uh, everything else that's going on here in our in our pandemic world, and with uh, with business falling, and in their case, they're getting screwed over by the uh, city government there in in Toronto. They decided to put out a commercial. When's the last time you've seen a taxi company put out a commercial, and not just some guy in a suit talking about why you should ride with, you know, ABC taxi. This was a well-produced, well, uh, uh, well done, uh, uh video, uh, great commercial. I, uh, hell. Can I, can I answer your question? Uh, sure. Yellow cab of Broward about six years ago. Yeah, but was it anywhere near that? Uh, it that wasn't. Quality? It wasn't as good. Okay, this the Beck. The, well, it, it was more informative, but it was it was well done, but not. By the way, this commercial, and not only can you find it at Beck Taxi on on the Twitter, but we have it on the website at radiotfi.com. I'm sorry, John. You go right ahead. No, no, that was that was going to be the last thing I was going to say about it. Yeah, go go check it out at radiotfi.com. Yeah. Well, it's got a it's, it's got a story, it's got a plot, and it's done very very well. I so, so congratulations to them. I I think that's uh, that's uh, taking the bull by the horns, if if you will. Which uh, in our uh, in our situation, believe it or not. Um, I wish I wish we were able to do that here. Uh, our uh, our our cab company, our situation. I wish we we were able to uh, do the same thing. Uh, it's funny that uh, as many times as I've mentioned it over um, over the last year or better about how our company is basically thrown in the towel on the. Uh, taxi industry. Yes, we still take uh, taxi type fares, but uh, we've, uh, in essence, told the cities of Minneapolis and St. Paul to uh, stick it up where the sun doesn't shine. You know, that we are now really not a taxi company as much as we are a transportation company. And in a Facebook feed, I will not, um, I won't um, mention names, but um, I was part of a Facebook feed, by the way. I got to mention. I'll, I'll mention this afterwards. Uh, it was all about lemon bars. Let's just put it that way. But uh, the uh, oh, no. the second banana. Oh yes, 
Oh, the no. second banana, though. Hold on, hold on. Take a pill. Uh, the second banana there at, at our company at Transportation Plus got in on the conversation and all but admitted that the taxi industry is uh, is a thing of the past, and we we are we have. Uh, uh, that company has indeed officially thrown in the towel on on the taxi cab industry. If we get airport, we get rides to the airport, great. We're not turning them down. We get rides uh, picking up grandma at the doctor's office there. She wants to use good old American currency. Uh, we're not turning it down, but we're not going out and promoting that anymore. Uh, you know, our line of work now is, is, uh, is, uh, medical transportation, school transportation, other type of uh, accounts, and they're doing a good job of, uh, of uh, getting those accounts, um, maintaining those accounts. Um, so, hey, I, I guess the word is out. It's official. So now about lemon bars, real quick. Our friend Shannon uh, remember the young lady who's yes. the daughter of the, yes. okay she went out and uh, made a bunch of uh, pans of lemon bars yesterday I couldn't let that go by I ordered two pans oh, of lemon bars she delivered them across the Twin Cities metro oh, area oh nice she, and you know they weren't free seven bucks a seven bucks up for a pan nine by nine pan Wow. Hey. And delivered. But I thought and delivered, yes. I felt it was money well spent. Of course, uh yours truly here uh dug on into them and they were bellissimo. All right. Chef's kiss. Oh yeah, yes, exactly. So did the so, uh, good. Did, did the company pay for those or? the company didn't pay for squat. You don't you're not gonna write it off as research? Uh, uh, no, no, no. I'm going to write, write it off as the fact that I'm, oh, I'm going to regret it later. I'm going to put on a couple of pounds on those bad boys, but, uh, and, um, uh, but nonetheless, nice job there, Shannon. Very nice, very nice job. Hats off to you. Uh, you will have to, she says she normally uh, makes pies, but she hasn't been able to, uh, this uh, this go around well, of course, with the loss of her father and and what have you. She's had a lot of things going on in her life, but uh, I am looking forward to the uh, to the pies. My favorite is cherry, so we will uh, we'll we'll see if that happens uh, down the road. By the way, seven five four eight zero zero chat seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight. Real 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 quick, let me get into this. Uh, um, in Saskatoon, in Canada, okay. uh, counselors, yeah, are considering new rules and regulations for ride-hailing services. <clears throat> Pardon me. Now, this is from the uh, the CBC, Canadian uh, Broadcasting Company, if you did not know. Uh, after almost two years of ride-hailing services like Uber operating in Saskatoon, Counselors are taking another look at how the companies are regulated. On Monday, which I'm assuming was this prior Monday, counselors will be provided, no, excuse me, on Monday, that's tomorrow. 
counselors will be provided with 12 different options for increased regulations, including placing a cap on the number of ride-hailing cars in the city, requiring uh, in-vehicle cameras, and requiring ride-hail drivers to get a city driver's license like taxi drivers do. Not going to happen. So, yeah. So, like I said, they're considering. Now, apparently, Uber is at the table uh, of this uh, meeting. So, it isn't just like a bunch of counselors that are saying, what are we going to do to stick it to Uber? I suppose the Uber is a part of this, but I still can't help but think, seeing as how Saskatoon's only been dealing this, it's only been legal in that particular uh, uh, area for the last couple of years. Uh, they haven't experienced Uber at its uh, full when it gets when it bears the teeth and says, "You got to try to regulate us." Well, then we're we're going to leave. Well, yeah, they, they haven't got to play that game yet. Well, if, if past history is any indication of how this is going to roll, uh, Uber's going to sit at the table. By the way, taxi companies never got the opportunity to sit at the table and negotiate regulations. They were able to suggest and and all that, but. Under no circumstances were they at the table, whereas Uber gets this opportunity all the time. Uber will sit there and have their their uh, silver-tongued devils, or when they are, make no mistake about it, uh, they'll sit at that table and, and give a million reasons why why it's it's bad for drivers to be have to register and and why all these regulate they'll, they'll they'll give in on a couple of little things like you know the tire pressure has to be a certain or you know some silly nonsense that nobody's ever ever going to check on anyway and uh and of course in the case of Saskatoon uh considering where it is the uh there won't be little brown paper bags of cash left on bus stops there'll be little insulated bags of cash left on bus stops uh good good luck there uh province of Saskatoon you're you're about to get ubered and I don't know about it's. It hurts in the subtropics. I can only imagine how painful it's going to be in the dead of winter in Saskatoon. Don't you know? Uh, yeah, they're going to find out the hard way. Uber doesn't. They don't pay. They don't play with it by anybody else's rules. Hell, they don't play by their own rules. So, well, especially the whole thing about limiting the number of drivers. Not going to happen. And drivers get sick. Yeah. Okay. Because Uber's, okay. <laughs> Uber's whole business model, such that it is, is we need to be able to cover every call within as fast as possible. So if we get 100 calls during the day, we don't care if we've got 100 cars out there, 10 cars, or 10,000 cars. It's the same amount of business for them. They get the same money one way or the other. So the idea for them is to have as many, many cars out there as, as possible. And all that means for the drivers is that they just, they can't make any money. It's, uh, the, the market gets flooded. The market gets flooded. Go to any taxi cab market in North America and where Uber has, uh, sunk its, sunk its poisonous fangs into the bloodline and, and you'll see. You'll see. Nobody makes money. Everybody. Everybody loses when Uber comes to town, except Uber. Uber's the only one that, well, they don't know how to make money anyway, but uh, but everybody loses. Oh. 
uh, now in California, uh, the Uber drivers, which I know you and I have different uh, opinions on this. I, I, in this one, in this instance, I'm happy that the Uber drivers are are uh, are not just going away into that uh, into that dark night, if you will. Um, but apparently, the the California Uber drivers have scored a win in court uh, as they're now allowing them to go forward partially with their class action uh, uh, lawsuit uh, when it comes to uh, Prop 22. (laughs) A federal court handed Uber drivers in California a small victory on Tuesday, allowing them to proceed with some parts of their class action lawsuit over employment benefits they claim the company owes them. The court ruled that a group of approximately 4,800 drivers can collectively sue Uber for allegedly denying them expense reimbursements and itemized pay statements, benefits guaranteed to all employment employees under state law by misclassifying them as independent contractors prior to Proposition 22's passage. Uh, this is uh, this is going to be this is going to be a long road to hoe here, uh, but um, hey, like I, any any opportunity, I, I know I know you're kind of in that uh, in that group that considers uh, Uber drivers as being nothing more than scabs, and I, I I understand that philosophy, but I'm all for personally here. I'm all for sticking it to Uber uh, any way, any way humanly possible there. So, uh, hey, we got a little, uh, little something, something, by the way, good morning there, Shannon. I don't know if you were, you were listening when I was just gushing about the, uh, the lemon bars, uh, just, just so you, uh, just so you know there, if you didn't hear, uh, Athen tell, uh, says, Ed, you're 100% right. Oh, dear God, you should never have said that to him. I just looked uh, at the comment, too. I'm looking at it right now. Go ahead, keep reading. <laughs> However, Uber ha- has, a, uh, excuse me, dedicated lobbyists and spent a shipload uh, in mo- of money in that lobbying. They've also employed ex-government employees and those who have an inside run to government. Absolutely. Yep, which is uh, one of the reasons I have been a long-standing opponent of lobbying. I don't. It's it's nothing but organized bribery. Uh, I, I I don't. Years ago, I worked for New York Telephone. Uh, when I when I got the job, I was filling out all the paperwork, and they said, "Okay, here's here's your union stuff." Okay, happy to join the union, uh, ATU. Uh, and I get to this one little piece of paper. It says uh, you'll be donating a dollar a week, a dollar per pay period to whatever they called it at the time. And I asked, I said, what is this? Oh, and this goes to your uh, lobbyist. I said, my lobbyist? I don't want a lobbyist. I'll pass on this. Well, that opened up a can of worms. I was told, but Ed, uh, we expect 100% participation. By the way, that was from the company managers, company management. And then the union people got in and 
not just my shop steward. It went up a couple levels. Ed, it's just the dollar. It's not the dollar. It's the idea. I had them explain lobbying to me. I said, so it's bribery. Well, yeah, in a way. No, that's what it sounds like. We pay somebody to go do things for us. That's bribery. Here, do it like us. We're going to give you this, that, and the other thing. And I have been, uh, I wound up never having to pay the dollar. Uh, they were quite upset with me about that. Uh, they said, you know, you're ruining our 100%. I said, I don't, what, I, I have to follow the union blindly? I'm all for unions. I love my unions. But I'm not following you blindly. Any, any suggestions you make are just that, suggestions. I appreciate that you're more deeply involved in the issues than I am. And I will take take what you say to heed. But in this particular case, no. I, I just was, I was, I think, 20 years old. I was young. And uh, I wound up being associated with that same union two more times in my life. And I went through the same thing every time. But, Ed, you have to. No, no, I don't. We'll pay the dollar. Fine, pay the dollar. Just don't touch my paycheck. I don't want my name associated with it. I, I think lobbying is just it, it it's just it's just bribery. It, it's that's that's our biggest pro one of our biggest problems. You got lobbyists yeah. spending billions of dollars a year. Uh, if politicians can't do the right thing simply because it's the right thing, then we don't need them. We don't need them, and we certainly don't need lobbyists. My goodness, and we'll get into government stuff there. But anyway, and a, and a hearty good evening to you, Athen. We're uh, happy to see you. And uh, by the way, on my comments, it said Facebook user. Did you? Did Shannon's name pop up on that for you, John? Well, here, here's one of the things with the pe- with the folks that are using uh, the uh, the Facebook group. They do have to. Uh, there is another step that they have to go through in order to actually, uh, so we can see who it is that's making a comment. But listen, if you don't want to do that, that's fine. I got my own little device open here. I can see the comments that are coming in. All right, just to be, uh, that, just to uh, be sure, just to know, so everybody's clear. John, what is my involvement in that? Absolutely zero. Ed that's is, right. is like I said, I actually did some just to test this out, uh, on uh, Friday, Friday I night, I, I did a, a minute long show to test it out. And I said, hey, hey, don't, shh, don't tell Ed. He's kind of a Facebook snob. <laughs> so a, uh, a snob. I just want nothing to do with it. Which is why I'm back and forth on whether or not we want to expand out to Instagram. Because Instagram is just Facebook. So that's uh, that's an internal struggle that I'm having. Uh, well, I I think that fate or that Instagram is is totally useless unless you're planning on uh, posting a bunch of pictures. So, well, wouldn't video be a bunch of pictures in a row real fast? Well, it could it, it could be. Thank you. It, 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 oh Jesus! Give it I'll, a rest, would you? I'll, you know where to send my lobbying fee. Um, that right. Exactly. Uh, by the way, uh, thanks for joining us there, Lou and Athen. Piped in here too real quick again. In current news, Perth, Western Australia has just gone five days on complete lockdown due to a quarantine uh, due to a quarantine worker who also works as an Uber driver. <laughs> oh my goodness! Jeez. Oh, 
He spent several days driving around oh. COVID-19 positive passengers without any type of protection. I might, uh, I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to uh, assume that's, that's my, uh, my take on it. I'm guessing he probably didn't uh, have an opus. Yeah. Um, here's the thing, unfortunately, in the, in the, uh, in the transportation uh business that that you're going to see we don't know none of us that are still hauling people around from one day to the next we're never going to know whether or not we are hauling people you know that that are positive have been exposed uh, who you know and we don't know if they have symptoms till they actually start working in the back of the car so you don't uh, you really really don't know uh, you know, I protect myself with my vehicle. I protect it as much as possible. I'm always wearing a mask. I have a plexiglass shield, uh, uh, partition there. Nobody sits in the front seat. Everybody's behind the plexiglass. And, um, after anybody displays any type of symptoms whatsoever, I don't care if it's just, a, you know, clearing the throat. Yeah. Yeah, that. Exactly. Uh, I have the industrial size can of Lysol hauled out, and uh, and we're back there clean, cleaning out the back end of the car. So I would, pay, uh, I would pay good money to watch John Shannon crawling into the back of his van to clean it. I would not pay. that not that tough, not that tough. I've learned how to do it. Okay, said so all, all all with practice, all with practice. Mm-hmm. It's a lot easy. It's a lot easier now uh, uh, than when um, it used to be when I weighed closer to three hundred pounds. But uh, now, now that now that I'm going, now I'm at a, a stealth two hundred and thirty-two. It's a lot easier. Yeah, it's a lot easier uh, getting in and out of the back I'll there. I'll just bet and, it is. I'll just bet it is. Uh, good morning, there, Edward. Thanks for uh, j- uh, joining us there. I, we already said good morning to me. Different Edward. Oh, oh. And you never go, to my knowledge, I've never heard you go by Edward. Well, you don't travel in those circles that I travel in now, do you? Well, and uh, there's a God. Used to drive me me batty as a kid. I didn't like being called Edward. And twice in my life, my mother called me Edward. And both times, she, you know, that that was, you know, trying to get my attention. You know, like, Edward. (laughs) And the first time she did it, it was in the doctor's office. I won't get into the whole, this particular doctor. I was seven, eight years old, and uh, I didn't like this doctor. He didn't like me. It was a mutual distaste for each other. And I said something, and my mother was like, Edward. I was like, who are you talking to? (laughs) Okay. Hey, hey, believe it or not, one more, one more on the uh, on the industry here. Okay. Can you believe this? Can you believe this? I I, I can't believe I came up with three I'm, stories. I'm shocked. I'm shocked. Three industry industry related stories. Well, there's more. We, oh. we just haven't. By the way, just before you get any further, and again, I want to apologize to Christine. Uh, I've been tied up with some other stuff the past uh, past few days. And she's been on a tear about what's going on in Toronto uh, as far as the taxi drivers there and the permit owners. Uh, 
and I just haven't put the story together yet. And I'm really hoping for next week, uh, because it's really a crying shame what's going on uh, up there in beautiful uh, Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Canada, excuse me. Go ahead, John. I yeah, and then, like I said, she's trying to do it above. Uh, she's doing it above board. She's right. just trying to follow the procedures and what have you. And uh, uh, sometimes I, 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 sometimes I question her logic on it. To be honest with you, I would be so there. I'd be one of those telling the city of Toronto to stick, stick their uh, permits up their ass and find a way to become a transportation company. Well, we've You're still got to. You're still going to provide the the same level of service. Well, we've talked about this before, and I'll just mention it again briefly. What your company is doing, I had suggested that to my company down in Broward County. When it when it became obviously, I mean, so crystal clear that you know we were just going to keep getting hurt. I said, why are we bothering to renew permits every year? As a company, we've got 600 cabs. We're paying the county two thousand dollars a year per cab uh why why are we doing this why are we spending this money uh let's just become a transportation company all, all you had to do was change was change the b the name the name on the side of the cars was yellow cab just change the b to an r yellow car matter of fact all you had to do was cut a piece of the uh of the b out and rearrange it making it making a turn the b into an r uh why the president of the company wasn't so keen on that and that's fine i but that's what my thing was at the time was civil disobedience are they going to shut us all down so anyway what else you got there skippy an attorney for a defendant identified his client during a bond hearing on thursday as a high level executive for uber the defendant Abram Ganesh Kuhn, 47, and records show that he is charged with aggravated child abuse. Kuhn allegedly subjected his daughters to long-term torment, even as far going as far as to tell one, I wish you would have died when you were born, and to the other, die while you're sleeping. And without going into the whole story, she also, or he also was allegedly uh, stabbed one of his daughters with a pencil. This is a high level Uber executive. Only the best. Uh, Only the best. Uh, By the way, uh, Plantation, Florida. So where they're from. So that could also only in Florida. uh, By the way, uh, Plantation, Florida is a suburb of Fort Lauderdale, if you will. To get to Plantation, you have to drive through Fort Lauderdale. Also, that's that's interesting because when I was talking about the civil disobedience and all that, where the county, Broward County's headquarters for place things like the, the, the taxi cabs and all that, where we would have to go to fill out paperwork and renew our licenses and renew our permits is in the city of plantation right at the heart of plantation broward boulevard and university drive number one north university drive so way to go plantation that's that's a horrible (laughs) that's a horrible 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 story uh yeah let's uh I tell you what, why don't we, why don't we here before uh, we move on out of the uh, 
the realm of the taxi industry. Well, actually, now we're going to move on out of it. But uh, let's go take this. Go ahead and take a little bit of a a, a little bit of a pause there, if you will. Uh, Ed, Ed's got a couple of uh, little uh, TS or uh, PSAs or whatever TSAs. Yeah, or... Just call the break. We'll be back right after this. You don't have to explain. Okay, we'll be back right after this. Radio T F I. While cutting molding with a 12-inch dual compound miter saw, while holding a newborn baby in your arms, when face-to-face with a congregation of alligators, with the ball in your hands and the entire freaking season on the line. There are a million places you'd never consider texting, so why would you do it while driving? NASCAR driver Casey Kane here, asking you to please stop the text, and together we can stop the wrecks. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Get the message at StopTextStopRex.org. I may never have met you. We don't go way back. Maybe we wouldn't even be friends if we did. But when you wear a mask, you have my respect. Because your mask doesn't protect you. It protects me. I wear my mask to protect you. Mask up, America. Brought to you by New York State and the Ad Council. Hey, this is Chris Murphy, and you found the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI. And we're back. Uh, apparently, John believes these are 20-minute breaks. Uh, anyway, let's continue on here. John will be back with us in just a moment. Uh, let's get into the politics side of things, uh, if you will, as, as John might say. Uh, there's so many places to go with this. I'm not even sure where to start. Uh I want to talk about, let's let's play a little bit from Jake Tapper at CNN. Uh, he basically sums up the, the GOP in 12 seconds here. Bill Clinton lied under oath, and they thought that there needed to be, he needed to be removed from office for lying under oath. Donald Trump incites a terrorist attack, and they have a different standard. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, we've got a couple of things here along those lines. Uh Alex Cole uh, on Twitter at AC News. This says I can't. Anyway, Alex Cole, look him up. Benghazi GOP had 33 hearings and investigations over five years on Hillary's emails. The GOP 20 plus hearings and investigations over five years. Trump's insurrection GOP. Nah, we'll pass. We're good. Andrew, sorry about that, by the way. I didn't realize that the That's okay. break was as it was. That's okay. Andrea Junker on Twitter at, at Strand Junker, two died of, a, of Ebola. What the Republicans want? They said Obama should resign. Four died in Benghazi. They had Hillary testify for 11 hours, held 33 hearings, and launched a multi year probe. 432,541 COVID deaths plus deadly capital riots thanks to Trump's malevolence. They cheered and want America to move on. Uh, By the way, speaking of move on, Here's everybody's favorite muttonhead. They hate Donald J. Trump, and and, and they're engaging in an an act that I think is petty. I think it is retribution. I think it is vindictive, and I think it's a waste of time. And and, and so to coin a phrase, I think it's time to move on. Yeah, I think it's time for Ted Cruz to move on uh, without question. Uh, 
If you had to pick the most pathetic man in the United States, who would it be and why would it be Ted Cruz? <laughs> I liked that last week when I read it. I put it on this week's promo. And, and uh, one more I'd like to read off here. Uh, Robert J. Denault on the Twitter said, It's absolutely insane that 45 U.S. Senate Republicans told Speaker Pelosi they would not take up a bipartisan article of impeachment until Trump's term ended so that he could finish it, but now say constitutionally they cannot consider impeachment of a former president, which is not true. But, uh, you know, GOP's playing fast and loose with the rules, and right now the Democrats have to not let them. Schumer and Pelosi have to stand firm because, uh, because they can right now. I don't care what people say, and John and I, we went, we went through this last week. Uh, Trump and, and everybody else needs to be held responsible. Ted Cruz, uh, Marjorie Turner Green, uh, all of them, all of them that had a hand in what happened that day and what's, what's continuing to happen. They've got half this country riled up, uh, not once, not once in four years. Did you hear somebody from the left say Trump's not our president? He's an illegal president. We all wished he wasn't. There's no question about that. But we accepted the results of Election Day 2016. But in the meantime, four years of, of all this rampage and nuttiness and whatnot. And, and you've got... Oh, by the way, one more thing. Our, uh, our our newest poster child for I want to be the next Donald Trump. I, well, the, the Apprentice, if you will. Apprentice, government, you know, U.S. government edition. Uh, good old Josh Hawley. You remember him. The right hand up and out of Missouri. He said on Twitter, it's time to stand up against the muzzling of America. And this was a big, uh, big front page story in the New York Post. And he rambled on for however long about how he's being muzzled. Uh, let me read you this reply from Scott Diener at uh, KMOV in uh, St. Louis, one of the biggest uh, markets in, in, the, in the country. Let the record show that KMOV has offered Josh Harley airtime every day on Missouri's most watched newscast for three straight weeks. He has declined. No muzzling here. Of course not. They're not going to go anywhere that's not friendly to them. Unless it's Fox, unless it's uh, Newsmax, or whatever the hell the other stupid thing is. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. So, that's okay. Hey, hey that's, don't, don't apologize. Don't, no need to apologize to you. That's what we do. Uh, I've come to a realization However, why are we only pursuing impeachment on Donald Trump? Why, why is the man incited a riot? Where are the, where are the, where are the feds? Why aren't federal agents, FBI, whatever, why aren't they showing up at Mar-a-Lago handcuffs in hand, ready to fit uh, the Trumpster with his own personal orange jumpsuit that'll match his skin tone. Why? 
I, I don't understand for the life of me why there isn't more talk. Forget about impeachment. Arrest the son of a bitch. This guy, this man should be doing time along with the other 140 plus insurrectionists that ravished our nation's capital. Well, my understanding is that uh, things are moving along pretty quickly as far as uh, everybody else involved, especially all the knuckleheads at the Capitol that day. As far as Trump is concerned, you do have this issue of him being president at the time. And like, I don't know all the details, all the ins and outs of it. But suffice it to say, I'm okay with a let's let's do the uh, the impeachment. Let's look anything that keeps him from running for office again. Censure would be fine, and anything that takes away his uh, benefits as a as a former president, so that the government's no longer on the hook to pay for his what, golf golf what, out. What would censure? What would censure do? Censure is basically that slap on the wrist. It's it goes on your permanent record. Look, look, for the I I know compare comparatively speaking for him, what's the big deal? But the big deal is that it does go a long way in in a keeping him. I personally don't think he'll ever run for office again anyway. But this this helps put the lock on that door. Okay, and oh, and can, that's not nothing. And and remember. Very soon here, very soon, you've got all these state charges. The state of New York is just licking their chops, and uh, you know he's gonna have he's got that to contend with. And I'm okay. You know what? I'm okay. The 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 mass murder. I don't care if they can convict them on the mass murder, or give them give them a life sentence for running a, a red light. I don't care. As long as the son of a bitch pays a price. That's all I'm concerned about. Uh, the ultimate price for me would be to see him behind bars. I don't disagree. And and again, that is, that's the point I'm getting at here. I don't care how it gets there. I don't care if he's, if he goes to jail because of what happened at the Capitol, uh, how he behaved during the whole COVID thing. Or again, because he he he, uh, he kicked the dog on the street. Uh, I don't care why he goes to jail, as long as he does, and he suffers, and then we get to see him without his wig. That is, that's the picture I want. I want to see him with that bald ass head, and uh, without his lifts, and without his girdle, and without his diapers, and and all manner of good stuff. It's. Uh, Oh, seven five four eight zero zero chat seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight. If you'd like to join in on the conversation, we want to thank everybody that has uh, come and paid us a visit here on on the Facebook, and uh, we 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 definitely we definitely appreciate that. Uh, but just just moving forward on this whole thing now uh, with with Trump and and these minions that he has. Now you mentioned Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz is really nothing more than a spineless little worm. Uh, that's, that's not fair. That's not fair, John. You're picking well, on. Well, it's not fair. It's not fair to the worm. Well, 
You know what he reminds me of? If you ever, you remember the Men in Black franchise, right? Sure. Movies? Sure. Those little alien worms. Uh, <laughs> that's what Ted Cruz reminds me of. <laughs> but there are a couple of congresswomen right now that I, oh my good, the, these are the ones that I'm a that make me worry about them being the future of the, the uh, Republican party. If something isn't done real quickly. And I'm talking about none other than Lauren uh, Boebert and Marjorie Taylor green. Shocking. And uh, I, I hear you're quite smitten there on Marjorie. I, I oh that, yeah. Uh, I, I just can't get, I can't get enough of a uh, short blondes with a big mouth and uh and a bigger package than I have. Oh. So I, I got something here. Believe it or not, I actually have audio. If, if you can, wait, wait. can believe it. Stop the presses. Go ahead, John. So you've probably see if you've been paying any attention to CNN, you you probably have seen this or heard this. This is this is about a little over two minute uh clip of uh uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene uh, confronting uh, David Hogg, as you know, one of the uh, survivors from the um, uh, Parkland uh, shooting. Once again, my old neck of the woods. Yeah, no kidding. So give this a listen, and I have a little something on the other end after that. David, why are you supporting the red flag laws? If there had been, if Scott Peterson, the resource officer at Parkland, had done his job, wouldn't have killed anybody in your high school or protected them. Why are you supporting red flag gun laws that attack our Second Amendment rights? And why are you using kids to get to, as a barrier? Do you not know how to defend your stance? Look, I'm an American. Yeah. David, why are you supporting the red flag laws? If there had been, if Scott Peterson, the resource officer at Parkland had done his job, then Nicholas Cruz wouldn't have killed anybody in your high school or at least protected them. Why are you supporting red flag gun laws that attack our second amendment rights? And why are you using kids to get to, as a barrier? Do you not know how to defend your stance? Look, I'm an American citizen, I'm a gun owner. I have a concealed carry permit. I carry a gun with for, for protection for myself, and you are using your lobby and the money behind it and the kids to try to take away my Second Amendment rights. You don't have anything to say for yourself? You can't defend yourself. How did you get over 30 appointments with senators? How'd you do that? How did you get major press coverage on this issue? And how did you get kids? Why do you use kids? Why kids? You know, if school, if school zones were protected by with security guards with guns, there would be no mass shootings at schools. Do you know that? The best way to stop a bad guy with a gun is with a good guy with a gun. But yet you're attacking our Second Amendment. And you have nothing to say. No words. Someone walking. He's got nothing to say. Sad. He has nothing to say because there really isn't anything to say, you guys. He has nothing to say because he's paid to do this. He has the walkaway march. He's mm -hmm. got the 
Um, he's got the Women's March, and they're funding all of this. Every Town Gun USA, they're funding all this stuff, okay? That was David Hogue right there. David, we saw him inside the Senate building. He had 30, 30 um, appointments where he ran around and got to talk to senators. I got to talk to none, none. He had media coverage all over the place. I had zero. Guess what? I'm a gun owner. I'm an American citizen. And I have nothing, but this guy with his George Soros funding and his major liberal funding has got everything. I want you to think about that. That's where we are. And he's a coward. He can't say one word because he can't defend his stance because there is no defense for taking away guns. There is no defense for gun confiscation. Zero. And so there he goes. He just keeps walking with his, with his two ladies that probably work with him. Maybe his handlers. Maybe his handlers, absolutely. They're telling him, don't say anything. So that's the problem. They have handlers. And they have no argument back. None. That's it. I'm done. Sorry about having to play that again. I actually I accidentally hit the wrong button again, trying to give this a little bit of volume. Uh, All right. Well, let's let, let's put a little context on there in the in the minute or two we got left here. Uh, that's a that's a video she put out a few years ago before she was elected to Congress. She's following David Hogg, not Hogue, Hogg, mm -hmm. uh, a survivor of the Parkland shootings, who yes became very vocal and can't say as I blame the kid. Uh, he could have lost his life that day as well. Watch his friends died, etc., etc., etc. But he was, as in my opinion, he, was, he just kept walking away from her. He just kept walking. They were watching in D.C. He had just come, as she said, from from uh, talking to various Congress people, and she apparently was upset. Well, I'll tell you what, Marjorie, uh, back then, maybe if you had been the victim of a mass shooting, perhaps maybe senators would have spoken to you. Instead, you were just a, a screaming Mimi, uh, five-foot-nothing, gun-toting nuthead. Uh, but anyway, we're going to be out of here in a minute, so do your thing, John. I mean, I, I do have, uh, I do have a, a couple things, but unfortunately, uh, you don't have I'll have time. to. I won't have, won't have the time, but uh, believe me, we'll make the time for it in the second hour because uh, this is just a small portion of uh, uh, of the things that uh, this particular nut job has been spewing. Before it was Lauren Boebert. Uh, she she uh, was making a lot of noise earlier too. She had a quiet week actually, but. Uh, uh, they have uh, they have found because whenever you tend to make nutty comments, uh, the news media they start doing their digging. They start finding your stances and your positions. Social media is a bitch. I don't care how much you try to scrub it. There, they're gonna they're gonna find your position on certain things. And ooh, she's got a Looney Tunes there. Uh, wait till you hear some of the other things that uh, she has. Uh, uh, the cons conspiracy theories uh, right. she and has. Then, and then your position becomes bent over a table. <laughs> oh! I'll be here. All, all right, we'll, we'll be back in the next hour here on the Taxi Stand Hour here on Radio TFI.
T-F-I. You found the taxi stand hour. The worst talk radio I've ever heard in my life. On Radio T-F-I. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a pay phone, call collect. So most people have a fear of acquiring the virus. I think a good way of doing it is to imagine that you do have the virus, yeah? And change your behavior so that you're not transmitting it. Don't think about changing your behaviour so you won't get it. Think about changing your behaviour so you don't give it to somebody else. Well, I pack my bags and bought myself a ticket for the land of the tall palm tree Aloha, old Milwaukee Hello, Kiki. I just stepped down from the airplane When I heard her say Wacka, wacka, nuka, licka Wacka, wacka, nuka, licka Would you like a lay? Hey, let's talk dirty in Hawaii Whisper in my ear Kick a poop and mock a wawahini all the words I long to hear Lay coconut on my tiki What the heck a mooka mooka dear Let's talk dirty in Hawaiian Say the words I long to hear It's a ukulele Honolulu sunset Listen to the grass skirt sway Drinking rum from the pineapple Out on Honolulu Bay Steel guitars are playing While she's talking with her hands Gimme, gimme, okadoka Make a wish you wanna poke her words I understand Hey, let's talk dirty in Hawaii Whisper in my ear Kikapuka, makawawahini Are the words I long to hear Lay your coconut on my ticket. What the heck a mooka mooka did? Let's talk dirty in Hawaiian. Say the words I long to hear. Well, I bought a lot of junk with my moolah. And I sent it to the folks back home. I never had a chance to dance a hula. Well, I guess I should have known When you start talking to the sweet wahini Walking in the pale moonlight Open oka what I said A knock a rock a sisperbacker's hope I said it right Oh, let's talk dirty in Hawaii A whisper in my ear Kick a poop and mock a wahini All the words I long to hear Lay your coconut on my tiki what the heck a mooka mooka dear? Let's talk dirty in Hawaii. Say the words I long to hear. 
Let's talk dirty in Hawaiian Say the words I long to hear And now it's two guys who 100% support flag burning, especially if it's one of those Trump 2020 flags. It's John and Ed on the Taxi Stand Hour from Radio TFI. And thank you there, Chris Murphy. And of course, thank you to the executive CEO of Radio TFI, the one, the only baby, Oliver who is right now, as we speak, uh, gone to a trampoline park. Yeah, sounds like fun, huh? It does. It does. I don't know. I th- I th- that'd be a little scary for me. I don't know. Uh, we'll find out because we're having one installed on, on the 98th floor. It's just as long as there's guardrails. <laughs> oh, no. Where's the fun in that? No, where it's all open air on the 98th floor. So uh, it's part of the it's part of the year long renovation. When we reopen oh. next year, it's uh, we're going to have a trampoline park, open air trampoline park on floor ninety eight. Okay, with a very low ceiling. It'll it'll bring oh it's good. What do you mean a low ceiling? Oh, I just said it was open air on the sides. Oh oh okay I see. Well, you got to have floor ninety nine above it. I mean come on, jeez, let's. Oh well. There's another 240. I thought maybe I thought maybe it would just replace the elevators. Moving on. Just... Moving on. Do your thing. Do your thing. Come on. Oh, my thing. My thing. Okay. Okay. Tell the people. Who Anyways, welcome back. This you are listening to the Taxi Stand Hour here on Radio TFI and the uh, Radio TFI streaming network. And uh, by the way, just real quick, there if you are in current possession of the Radio TFI app and uh, you're not hearing us, well... Then you're not hearing us. I, then you're not hearing us, obviously. <laughs> but no, listen, we've uh, uh, we've done some behind-the-scenes uh, moving around here, the little improvements on the, uh, on the old Radio TFI 50,000-watt uh, uh, blowtorch, if you will. Uh, and a little cleaner, a little crisper. Uh, again, a little behind the scenes stuff, but uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna be able to do a lot of new th- new and neat things with uh, with that, of well, course. Well, John, uh, let, let me bring you back on track. What John was getting to is that if you've used the app to listen to us or the station, we say thank you, thank you, thank you very much. But currently, the app. While it's still playing, uh, we now that we're on this new server, we will be shutting down the app here. Uh, it might run out to the end of the month or however long our our, our, our lease time with it is. Uh, but right now, all it's playing is our, our the music vault and uh, and a message from from young Mister Shannon uh, telling you exactly what you can do with the app. And uh, I thought it was a little rough, a little hard handed myself, but. You know, hey, that's John. Uh, but yes, so uh, we will. Where we roll around here. We will have another app down the line uh, that is in the in the planning phases. So, uh, John, we were talking earlier in the first hour, and I want to just circle back to this very briefly about GameStop and, and uh-huh. Wall Street and all that. And 
We didn't get a chance to get to it, but and we haven't heard from him in quite some time. Our our opposition correspondent Brent has uh, has a little something about Wall Street and the whole GameStop situation. So I'd like to let, let's hear from him right now. So I'm at the park getting my steps in. My Nokia starts blowing up. I go to check to see what's going on. I don't know what's going on with this stock market shit. But as a straight white man, it's my job to have an opinion on stuff I don't know anything about. And I'll say this, you people, and I do mean you people, need to knock it off with your trading GameSpot and AMC stock because you're pissing these rich people off. You're making them sad. There's only so many times you can cry into a $100 bill before it gets too soggy. Did you ever, did you ever stop to think? About their butlers that are going to have to iron out those C notes? No, you didn't, because you're selfish. So you better stop or start trading stock whichever way these rich people want, because one day I hope to be rich too, and I don't want to have to put up with some Johnny Neckbeard playing Wolf of Wall Street with my Crystal Pepsi stock. So today, I'm going to raise my emotional support beer. We're just out here having a couple beers at the park. I'm raising my emotional support beer to all you hedge fund managers for putting up with whatever you people are putting them through. And unfortunately, I cut out all early. But they, as always, thank you, Brent. We uh, it's, it's good to see you back. So we'll we'll keep an eye on that GameStop story uh, as as things progress here. Uh, John, I have. Uh, uh, just to, to kind of on the tail end of what we were talking about at the end of the hour, it's really kind of connected, but not, uh, a, a last tweet, uh, a tweet from Trent Capelli who said, and this is just something to think about. We don't have to talk about it. Just something to think about. Colin Kaepernick was right in the world. owes him an apology and a job. Shit. I saw that one. Absolutely. Yeah. Can't, can't argue that point at all. So listen here, why don't we, why don't we do this real quick before, uh, uh, before we jump into the ex- extensive uh, John and Ed versus the spread, because, you know, we, we, we've just got a ton of games to talk about. Uh, or, or, we got a ton. Oh, wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. Yep. I forgot. We only have one game to talk about. Two games. And talk. Well, yeah, I guess. So here, t- talking again about uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Oh, we're back to that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I figured, hey, listen, I know you're smitten with this girl. I I, I, oh, I know. Oh, speaking I, of smitten uh, and going back to GameStop, guess who agreed on, on uh, the GameStop thing because of what Robin Hood did? And uh, people are stepping in and, and stepping on the little guy. Guess who agreed? My girl. Tell me. My girl AOC and that piece of slime, Ted Cruz. They actually agreed on that. And I think her and team- I, be- I believe she basically in so many words said, Get off my get off my team. You tried to have me killed. Get off my yeah, team. Yeah, she said, Yeah, well it's good. It's nice that you agree with me, but she tried to have me killed, so yeah. Look, any chance I get to talk about AOC, it's a good day. It's I know. Day. Yeah. Lucky I know. Lucky, lucky, lucky. Oh, by the way, that was John Prine with Let's Talk Dirty in Hawaiian, leading us into the uh, hour number two here. Oh, my stepson's favorite. That's right. I was thinking of him when I uh, 
We uh, we we were way back in the vault this week. Way back. We we found. Oh boy, some of the stuff we found this week was just. Uh, maybe we'll, maybe we'll have a little fun with that at the end of the show. But go ahead, John. I, I apologize. I jumped in on you on you there. And what was I going to say? You oh, were talking oh, about okay. Marjorie. Marjorie Taylor Greene. Well, apparently, uh, she's blaming the she's blaming the uh, Jews in space for uh, the <laughs> shooting down laser beams uh, that created the uh, the Jewish uh, the space California. laser. Yeah, you know, I just thought of at the end of of Mel Brooks's movie, History of the World Part One. He does these phony trailers, and one of them is Jews in space. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what made that's what made me uh, <laughs> run into that. Yeah, she says they're shooting lasers. That's what caused all those those massive California wildfires. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, and you know, here here's the thing. By by the way. Uh, uh, your buddy Bobert actually had to get into the fray there too. Apparently, uh, um, she was responding to a tweet that uh, David Hogg had put out, and in so many words uh, said, uh, "Give the uh, give the keyboard a rest, uh, child." Hmm. <sighs> been nice if that uh, young man would have been able to ex- experience a, a normal childhood. Uh, well, yeah. Yeah, really nice. I got a, an, a response though for um, for Marjorie Taylor Greene when it comes to uh, all these people who are um, supposedly that are funding David Hogg and funding the effort to uh, uh, rip the guns from your cold dead hands. First, first off, we have been through the Clinton presidency. The Obama presidency, the uh, uh, now going into the Biden presidency, I haven't heard. We had eight years of Barack Obama. I didn't hear a single word about him wanting to come after your guns. Uh, To my knowledge, they never did. And by the way, and and I don't take credit for this. um, If the government really wanted your guns, what makes you think you're going to stop them? They got bigger Pretty guns. Much, much bigger guns. If, if the government was hell-bent on getting in here and shutting down the Radio TFI broadcast studios, uh, I could have this whole room filled with ammunition. Ain't going to stop them. Ain't going to stop you them. You know it. They got planes. They can drop stuff from above. They got better stuff than I do. By the way, and for all you gun people out there, they got better stuff than you do, too. Yeah, exactly. But, okay, so we'll we'll, we'll give you... I don't don't know who is... what kind of backing David Hogg has, to tell you the truth. And I don't care. God bless him. If he's able to raise support, he's able to raise money. So be it. You know, he has to pay for his traveling expenses too. He believe, he has a cause he he believes in. He's witnessed how many how many uh, kids were killed. 
Parkland? The number escapes me at the moment, which is sad. I, you're right. Yeah, it is sad. But nonetheless, the fact that one, one child died in that situation is too many. So they want to blame it on on the on the police, not doing the, the 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 school officers, not doing their job. Uh, don't you know that that's honestly that's that's a separate issue. Uh, there's a lot of a lot of blame to go around there. Scott Peterson, uh, I personally don't think he did his job. That's me. Hey, when you went to when you went to school, did you have any uh, cops? No, I had nuns. I didn't have any cops when I went. To, there were no. They'd have a cop that would show show up maybe once or twice a year uh, during career day. You know, I want to be a fireman. I want to be a cop. Yeah. I want to be a doctor. Yeah, well, the cop would show up and. Uh, you know, tell the kids what it was. Uh, right. What it was, what you had to do to be a cop. I, uh, we didn't have cops in school. We didn't have cops in schools uh, that I ever remembered. Right through high school, they never had cops in in schools. We uh, like him, and no joking, we had nuns, and we had the Irish Christian Brothers, who were beating us up on a daily basis. So they where were, you go? They were always in shape. They were always they were always down for a fight. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to look for a quote right now, one of my favorite quotes uh about nuns and all that and uh it's from oh what's his name Colin Quinn Colin Quinn uh talking talking about a describing what a good cop should be. A good cop should have the combination of the listening skills of a bartender and the unpredictable violence of a nun. <laughs> My, I actually keep it in my phone. That's how much I like that quote. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, anybody that's gone through these school shootings, and this was brought up after the Capitol thing. Hey, hey, Congress people, guess what? Now you know what it was like for 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 the kids and all these shootings that you keep choosing to do nothing about. So, uh, well, here's the here's the, here's the deal. A little message there for for uh, Lauren and for Marjorie. Okay, so so David Hogg, he decided that discretion was the better part of valor. He decided he wasn't going to engage into, get into a, a, a war of wits with somebody who came unarmed. But listen, listen, you want to pick? You want to pick a a battle with somebody? It's on your level, right here. I'd be glad to have that conversation with either one of with either one of you bimbos. Well, bear in mind at the time, Marjorie Taylor Greene was who? Nobody knew who she was. He didn't. Know Nobody knows she. You're you're absolutely right. At but do you time. think her her views have changed? That's not the point. At at that, I'm just saying at that time. There was no value for him to turn around and engage with her. Who was she, as far as he knows at that time, she's just some screaming Mimi, some gun nut. I, I honestly don't. I don't think that he would have. Uh, I don't think that even if uh, you're missing my point. If, my point. Was, I no. I, I. She was nobody. 
at the time. And in my opinion, she still is nobody, to tell you the truth. She wasn't known. She wasn't known. You know, right now, the the only reason she's getting any media coverage is the old saying, you know, the squeaky wheel gets the grease. There's no such thing as bad publicity. Just spell my name right. Yes, exactly. Now can we but football? My, my, my point is, you know, if you've got something, you want to talk to somebody about uh, about what I think are gun laws that make sense, like what they were talking about at the time, red flag gun laws. I have I have said I have went out on and said several times on this show and said have said in public the only reason I don't own a gun is I'd use it. Really, no two ways about it. I got just a, I just got enough of that uh, of that simmering blood going in me that all it would take is some random act of stupidity from somebody and they would be they'd be target practice. So in other words, what you're saying is you're part none. Well, what can I say? What can I say? Unpredictable violence. Yeah, yeah, yes, exactly. I that is the reason. That's the reason I don't know. I don't own a gun, but yet I've said this. I've I've documented I've documented it in, in in per se. Yet I could go down to Joe's gun shop tomorrow, fill out an application. And have no problem getting a firearm, even though I personally don't think that I have the mental stability to be able to own a gun. In other words, what I'm saying is the red uh, the the red flag rules should and would apply to me directly, but yet I'd have no problem, no problem whatsoever getting a, a gun if I. If I so desire, I better, guarantee you. Or better yet, go to a gun show. And there's no waiting. Oh, oh yeah, exactly. No waiting whatsoever. You can, at a gun show, at least at least in Fort Lauderdale, the gun show, there were so many deals being done outside the venue, which, by the way, was a city-owned venue. Uh, uh, so many deals being done literally outside. And in nearby hotel rooms and all that, all legal because of the gun show. And that's, you know, the gun show exception is something we need to uh, take care of. Definitely, definitely take a look at. Look, I don't want to take, you know, legal gun gun owners, if you, if you, if you can, you know, can show that you can responsibly, um, responsibly own that gun. I, I Look, go and go for it. I have no, I have no issue whatsoever with you. You know what we need? Insurance. Just like a car. I, Just like a car. If you're gonna own a weapon, you need to be insured. You know, I tell you something. It's it's funny how many times people make. Uh, oh, look at how many times people are killed with cars. We don't see people banning cars. Yeah, but you're right. They are insured. Yeah, but cars. Their their main purpose is not to harm. Their main, their main purpose is to transport. What is a gun's main purpose? To to shoot and kill. Exactly. To maim, to maim and exactly. But well, but you know the arguments. You you've heard the arguments as much as I have. Yep. So. All right. 
right, well, let's cleanse our palate just a little bit. Let's talk a little bit about uh, uh, God. We got no football this week. You're gonna go through with you're gonna go through withdrawals. Gonna go through the DTs as they used to call them with no football. It's time for John and Ed versus the spread. Your weekly foray into the exciting world of pigskin prognostication. Oh, I said that right again. Every week, John, fourth and inches, Shannon and I will each choose professional football games and select winners using the point spread. At the end of the season, which is next week, by the way, the winner will claim possession of the Radio TFI Gilchrist Ceremonial Sippy Cup, not responsible for shipping errors. Extra points can be earned by going for it with a two or three point conversion, if you have the nerve or if you have to which we'll talk about it, ladies and gentlemen. Kids and kittens, it's... John and Ed versus the spread. Well, 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 well. Last week, uh, well, let's let's start with where we are right now. Our current position is... Uh, John maintained his two-point lead. It is now 47 to 45. Uh, the, the commissioners are already investigating rumors of rampant cheating by Mr. John Shannon, like last year. So we're, we're you know, that that will be, the, the, this may have an impact on when the trophy is awarded. So let's take a look at last week, shall we? Last week, uh, in the Battle of the Bays, the Battle of the Bays early, uh, I got that one. I got that one. I, uh... Why is the Howard Stern show? Baba Boo. What is... <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> Baba Booey. Hey, Baba Booey! Somebody's, uh... I don't know how you put that up on the screen, but I'm kind of glad you did. Uh... <laughs> do, we, do we have somebody watching, listening? Because that's a bit... We have somebody that's on their uh, oh, great. On their, uh... Call in. Call in, because this is a bit they used to do years ago. I've heard them do it. They call uh, little internet shows like us, and they, and they create havoc. I'm all for it, man. Call in. I'm glad you found us. I'm glad you found us. RadioTFI.com. Don't monkey around with it. So anyway, until you call in, the number's on the screen. You can see it. Uh, anyway, in the Battle of the Bays last week... Uh, Oh, by the way, for the radio folks, we just had the Howard Stern Show uh, come into our video screen. So, uh, for those of you who can't see the video, uh, I took I took Tampa getting three and a half points. John picked picked the Packers, his his uh, uh, NFC Norris division rivals, and uh, Tampa won. Go figure. Tom Brady went to the Super Bowl. When do you see that happen? That almost never happens except every year he's in the championship game. Uh, in the evening game, nothing special to speak of. Kansas City did it again. They, uh, John, I'm actually actually surprised you didn't go for two on that one. I am really surprised. Oh, when I and when I mentioned that, I, I said I said we were we were watching the game. I sent yeah, Ed yeah. a text. God, I should have went for two. 
What was it you uh, that you said while you were crying in your bucket right. there? Uh... God only knows, but you know, so you say it. <laughs> what did I say? Uh, don't be, don't, don't be. What was the word? Don't close. Hey, I forget it. Don't close. Don't close. <laughs> so that leaves us. So John, John won that game. I lost that game. So at the uh, in the end, I'm still two points behind. Which leaves us with the big game. We all know what's going on next Sunday. Next Sunday is... Uh, I gotta fix these graphics, too. Uh, next Sunday is uh, my birthday. Oh, yeah, there's a football game, too. Now, we're not gonna make our picks until next, next week, but Kansas City Chefs versus... And for the first time ever, as everybody knows, Tampa Bay's at home. Now, I haven't seen the line yet. I don't know. John, do you know what the early line is? First, I, The first line I saw was Kansas City uh, minus three. Really? Well, That was the first line I saw. Well, that's... Uh, no matter what happens, I have to go for two. And I have to go opposite John. So then you better hope. Then you better hope that the I'm gonna not gonna. There's no secrets here. Then you better hope that somehow, some way, Tampa Bay becomes the favorite in this game. Well, actually, I realized after talking to the rules committee, as long as I take give up points, I can still do that. So I can give up thirteen and a half points, even with the underdog. So in other words, you're saying you could pick. <laughs> You could say they could get blown out by 13 and a half. That is correct. Uh, yeah, yeah, and whichever yeah, way and you somehow, go. somehow, somehow, that just, there's just something oh, yeah. wrong with well, that picture. We'll have the lawyers contact you. Uh, we'll get more into it next week. But, yeah, there's nothing in the rules that says you cannot pick the, the underdog and give up points. And that's what we'll be doing. Now, of course, the big game is next week. All the fall to roll will be happening. Tom Brady is 43 years old. Looks like he's 23 years old, and it just it just ain't right. Uh, I've, I've done my diatribes about Tom Brady in the past. I'll save it for next week. But uh, we'll, be, we'll, we'll talk more and more about this next week. So for right now, that's going to do it for John and Ed versus the spread. There's no picks to talk about. Because there's no picks till next week. Although I think we all know how this is going to go. Uh, when it comes to betting, using our picks, well, there ain't nothing to talk about this week. But there is something we're going to talk. Well, first off, uh, that does it this week for John and Ed versus the spread. So we'll get rid of that. We'll put this over here. And uh, uh, what Facebook? You? Why is this stuff coming up? on the screen uh, because I'm letting it come up on the screen oh I, I don't know that I'm comfortable with that but <laughs> Any, anyway uh, uh, the Howard Stern show got all of us I think that's as much the Howard Stern show of it. I, yeah. I think that's uh, yeah, I, I think that would be called malarkey oh what a shame but again, yeah, they, I, they I used to do that. They used to do that uh, years ago. They would find, you know, uh, these little internet radio shows that 
or basically full of themselves. You know, they they'd have like half a dozen listeners. Uh, you know, pretty much like us. And they would call him and do the whole Howard Stern shtick. Uh, but us, hey man, I'm I'm all for it. <laughs> Bring it on. <laughs> Bring it on. I could we could use the recognition. Absolutely. But uh so uh so here's what we're hoping for next week. Uh we're uh we're hoping for a tie. And we're gonna have a tiebreaker, by the way, John. There will be a tiebreaker. Oh, give, give me a bro. <laughs> Well, we're gonna have to have one. I, here's what the tie. I'll, I'll I'll spill the beans a week in advance. I'll tell you what the tiebreaker is. The tiebreaker is going to be total points. Okay. Mm-hmm. Without going over. What do you think this is? The price is right. Now, if we both go over, then it will be who's ever closest. Oh my god! Or we'll find another tiebreaker. But that's oh that's, my God. that's gonna be just, the main. Just do me a favor. You're you're starting to sound like Donald Trump. Go find me. Go find me eleven thousand votes. <laughs> that's all I want. Just find me eleven thousand votes. I don't care how you find them. Just find them. Oh, shit. oh well, Lord, we gotta, man. We got to do something. If it's a tie, man, you can't just. It's not gonna be a tie. I love your confidence. Not really, but there's not there's not going to be a tie. This is I I just I picked the right tie. I stayed close enough. Stayed just just close you enough. You, you 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 sat there. You very comfortably. You were very conservative. And then when it was time, I, I mean, I got to give you credit. You uh, and now you got to admit, you got to admit that. This was better than la- than the last couple of years, which is straight up wins and losses. There was a little bit. No, of, I, I I agree. A little, little bit of strategy, strategy, Yeah, <laughs> something like that. Now I might go for three next week. Like I said, that that's the only way. The only way I could see you coming out at this. Playing by the rules that we play by right now for it to come out as a tie is if I we we both take the favorite. We both take the favorite and and I'm still assuming it's gonna be the Chiefs. Uh, uh but we both take the favorite. I I stay with the with the Chiefs. No hell, you can't even win if you you can't even tie if you get three. Go for three on that. No, you're right, I can't. So I gotta take but I can still take the underdog and give up points. Personally, my friend, I hate to say it, but I'll spell it out to you. I think you're F-U-C-T. Uh, it's, 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 you'll, you'll tell me off the air what that really means. Come on. Think about it for a second. I'd rather not thank you very much. I'd really rather well, not. I understand. Okay, well, let's see. What the hell? Else? It's already 35 minutes past the hour. It sure is. Can you can you believe that? Yeah, every hour it happens. Yeah, it does happen every hour, doesn't it? What do we yeah, so um, apparently there there are there is some push uh, to get uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene getting her getting back on her again. Are we still on that? 
Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. But there is a push uh, by uh, Congressman Jimmy Gomez. Now, I couldn't tell you from or where he's from, but um, he has called on her to be expelled from the House. He's not the only uh, one. He will, he's, he's announced that he is uh, going to be introducing a resolution to investigate and expel Marjorie Taylor Green. I think you're going to start seeing a little bit of a groundswell on, on this one. Now, supposedly she has, she's prepared for this. She's come out and she said that, uh, that uh, uh, Trump is completely behind her. Yeah. Yada, yada, yada. That, that That's just being preventive because if you're, if you're, what she, in essence, she's saying is if you vote to expel her, then, you know, you're, you're basically going up against Trump. I think that that's going to wind up being a very weak argument uh, on her part. I think that, uh, that she's going to be a lot easier to send down the road than, um, than one uh, may think here to be, uh, be uh, honest with you there. Are you still even there with me? I'm here. I'm here. I'm, oh, I'm waiting for oh. you. I hey, I I I, pa- I paused more than my allotted five seconds there. So yeah, you did. So. I'm uh, for some reason I'm coming across your eh, your microphone now. Are you getting an echo? No, 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 not at all. Huh? That's uh, that's strange. And uh, you can hear me now? I hear you just fine. Okie dokie. Okie dokie. So, so now if we don't have enough problems as it is with the uh, the uh, COVID-19 uh, pandemic, people trying to get out these vaccinations, apparently uh, in Dodger Stadium, their vaccination site was temporarily shut down after protesters gathered at the entrance of uh and who Chavez. Tell, who prayed tell with the protesters john <laughs> excuse me dodger stadium's mass covid-19 vaccination site was temporarily shut down saturday afternoon when about 50 protesters gathered at the entrance frustrating hundreds of motorists who had been waiting in line for hours the Los Angeles Fire Department closed the entrance to the stadium, one of the largest vaccination sites in the country, for about an hour just before 2 p.m. as a precaution, officials said. Several LAPD officers responded to the scene. A spokeswoman for the department said no arrests were made. Who were the protesters? Andrea Garcia, spokesperson for anti- Los Angeles Mayor They were anti-vaxxers. Thank you. I was getting to it. That that was kind of was the lead. You buried the lead there. Uh, these are the people that if you don't want a vaccine, then don't take the vaccine. Just stay home. I'm sorry, John. Go ahead. Well, I, I was getting to that point, but... Uh... Uh, it, it was it, it was indeed frustrating, to say the least, about the fact that uh, these people uh, came and they were waiting in line for for hours. And uh, if you don't want the damn vaccine, you nitwits, leave the people alone who do want it. 
and then go quarantine yourself so that we, when you catch it, and you will, that we don't have to catch it from you. Go away, okay? The fact that you put your children in danger, you put other people in danger by fighting against vaccines. Ask anybody who's got polio right now. Oh, wait a second. Nobody's got polio right now. All the other diseases that uh, have gone gone the way of high-button shoes. Why? Vaccines. My goodness. My goodness. I, it, yeah, and they don't even have valid, valid reasons. Hey, guess what? You know what it's time for? I, it's, it's time for an emergency bat turn. Oh, boy. We got to get your own soundboard. Emergency bat turn. And yet another uh, conspiracy theory from Marjorie Taylor Greene. We're back to her. <laughs> Who's smitten, John? Who's smitten with Marjorie Taylor Greene? You got a lot of nerve. Yeah, the latest QAnon <laughs> theory to emerge from the archives of Marjorie about, Taylor Greene. About how I feel about AOC. Just admit it, sir. You're the congresswoman it. suggested that Ruth Bader Ginsburg was replaced by a yeah. body double years before her death. <sighs> yeah, RBG. That's Miss uh, Green was speaking in an interview posted to the Facebook page at United America first in February of 2019, mm-hmm. in which a caller asked her about the photos of Miss Ginsburg, popularly known as RBG, walking through uh, Ronald Reagan National Airport. In the interview, first reported by Media Matters, a caller says of Miss Ginsburg, all of a sudden she's walking straight upright like it's a whole new person. Do you believe it's Ruth? Miss Ginsburg died of in September of 2020, a year and a half after the footage was filmed, following multiple health complications leading to an appointment of leading to the appointment of Justice Amy Coney Barrett and leading to Supreme the Supreme Court being a major election issue. By the way, do you know what RPGs RBGs final words were? I'm fallen, uh, and I can't get up. Oh, good Lord. I've had that one sitting there for like a year. <laughs> Sorry, Arbor. But her, yeah, according to the conspiracy theory that first appeared on QAnon message boards, Miss Ginsburg had died several years earlier, but her death was hidden and in public appearances was replaced by a body double to hold on to the Supreme Court seat until after Donald Trump was removed from office. Yeah. In the interview with Miss Green host, Will Johnson interjected that a person had seen in the photo almost looked like a body double uh, like Hillary Clinton. Miss Clinton faced the body double rumors after her own collapsing in the 2016 election campaign. And, and so who, yeah, this is how... Who really had a body double? Melania Trump. Uh, <laughs> or at least two, maybe three. By the way, we're we're doing a an, an emergency bat turn here. Emergency bat turn. And, and this little piece of information we should have done uh, during or just immediately following John and Ed versus the spread. But uh, we do have an announcement here from from the show and from the station. 
uh, much like Coke, Pepsi, and Budweiser, we too will not be running a Super Bowl commercial this year. So those of you uh, who were looking forward to the big, big uh, taxi stand hour Super Bowl spot, it, it's just not going to happen this year. Are we? I, I want to know, are we going to run the Puppy Bowl this year on Radio TFI? No, we are not. No, we are not. We're not going to run the Puppy we Bowl. We're not running it. I'm all for it. Don't misunderstand me. It's, uh, uh, look, it, it's a great thing to, to dip into every now and again. You put it on pause and uh, the game and you go over, you dip into the puppy bowl. And, you know, it's great for a couple minutes. You watch, you watch the puppies, you go, ah, oh, isn't that, you know, isn't that something? <laughs> and, uh, oh, by the way, here's one more quick, uh, quick non sequitur. Uh, the last thing on my on my script. This is from Uberfax at Uberfax. You you follow them. You get facts from them on the Twitter. John's looking at me like I've got three heads. Anyway, uh, I'm only seeing two of them. But if you're seeing more than one, then I got to check my camera angles. Oh, that's how you do the funny, John. That's how it's done. It's organic to the situation. Anyway, uh, Uberfax says an estimated 5 to 10% of people have never had a headache. Do you believe that? Well, I, I, wish, uh, I wish I was one of them. Now, I know you're a carrier. You give headaches. It's the only reason I brought that up was to do that joke. Well, it flopped like a crappie, I hate to tell you. It's like a fish being landed on a boat. Plop. Yep, that's exactly <laughs> it. Oh, thank goodness. Only 15 more minutes. I know, right, boy? We really ran out of gas. I was thinking about a three-hour show today, too. <laughs> well, you'd be doing it by yourself. <laughs> Here's some quick hits here for you. Um, so... When I originally saw this, it was uh, 2035, but apparently what the story I'm seeing from uh, CBS News is that GM is going to eliminate gas-burning vehicles, and it says here on this story by 2035. Now, um, uh, going further into the story, it also they, they promised that the company would be net carbon neutral by 2040. Kind of ambitious, if you ask me. Well, it is, but not really when you think about it. We Our battery technology is, has come quite a ways. Uh, I believe <laughs> most electric vehicles now can travel on a single charge as far as uh, your standard, your average automobile can on a full tank of gas. The only difference being you can refill your fuel tank in under five minutes to recharge your battery full, it takes a lot longer. It's going to take several hours. Correct. So that, to me, is the last hurdle. Once that is... And don't forget, when you... when you re, uh, um, Unless... Uh, actually, the last hurdle is... is uh, ha having a regenerative cars, where the car creates its own power. Because by having a plug-in to... A wall outlet you are using you're still using fossil fuels 
Sure. Uh, unless you have solar panels or right, because the power plant, the power plants are still using whatever method they're using: nuclear, coal, steam, burning fruity pebbles, whatever the case may be. And uh, mm -hmm. so, yeah, that's I think for sure in the next fourteen years, a car company can be completely gasoline free. That doesn't. That's a that's a big step towards where we need to be, but it's not the be all and end all. And mm -hmm. I and I got to tell you what, using I've talked about them before the scooters that I use around here, uh, you know they're electric, and I've gotten accustomed to the fact that you 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 throw the throttle and no noise is made, but you move on. It's really like a giant golf cart. Once you get past not having the noises that you, you know everything the all, all the surrounding uh, uh input and and all that there's there's no reason not to have an electric vehicle and again battery size regenerative that's that's where uh they have to be huh so here's a here's kind of a I don't know if you'd call it an inspiring story, but this was one that that caught my attention and and, and good for her uh, under the good for her um, uh, category, if you will. But uh, WNBA star Leishia Leishia I think it is Clarendon has undergone successful surgery to have her breasts removed and is now going public about, about it in hopes of inspiring other trans athletes. Hmm. She identi uh, Clendon identifies herself as non-binary. In other words, she uses all the pronouns, she, her, they, them, he, and him. In other words, by society standards, Leishia is comfortable uh, being referred to as a woman, but personally doesn't identify solely with one specific gender. And you know what the best part about that? Why no? League said, it, "Well, no." The league basically said, "Okay, well, if that's what uh, that's your thing." You know, there used to be a song, I believe. It's your thing. Do what you want to do. You know. And hey, good for her. If that's uh, if if it helps, if it if if what what she's done has helped. Uh, uh, trans uh, athletes uh, if it's it's if it's made uh, if it's if it makes it easier for them makes them feel more comfortable uh in in what they're doing hey good for her and you know it's, it's it's nice that it's nice when people no matter what it is that they're doing go out and, and do things that uh are What's the word I'm looking for? They put they put a better cause uh, above uh, above themselves, if you will. So good for her. You have absolutely nothing on that one, do you? Cards and letters, man. Y'all can just send cards and letters anyway, because it's what I would have said. Again, I look to each their own, man. You wanna you wanna go into the scalpel? He, me, she, her. I don't care. Mm -hmm. I don't care. It don't matter to me. 
Well, under the uh, under the category of racism being alive and well in Louisiana, uh, here's one from Louisiana. Huh, what a, a coincidence. Louisiana, yeah, a Louisiana widow says she was stunned when a cemetery denied a burial plot for her husband, a black uh, sheriff's deputy claiming it was for whites only. Still. Carla C. Maine said she tried to make arrangements with the Oakland Springs Cemetery for her spouse, Alan Parrish, Chef, Sheriff's Deputy Daryl Semyon, I think it is actually, after he uh, died Sunday from cancer. Uh, it was in their by it was in their bylaws. The cemetery was for whites only. Carla told the outlet. I just kind of looked at her and said, there's no coloreds allowed. I it, unbelievable. It, that's do we, it, it's, it's 20, 2021. Last I checked, yeah. we survived 2020. Mm-hmm. We're still, we're, we're still dealing with shit like this. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Unbelievable. Freaking believable. There we are. And, uh, Look, it's, you would have thought all this would have, uh, well, then again, keep in mind too, in the past four years, everybody was, was given permission to, to be, uh, to do this. Be as racist as you want to be. Yeah. Uh, oh, I just, this is true. I just got a, uh, a, a blast from the weather channel. Apparently there's a nor'easter heading my way. Uh, hopefully you got all your uh, got all your um, supplies. I went out, got I, everything. I went out yesterday and I topped off. Uh, I'm good to go for the next couple of days. Uh, we're not starting. It's not starting until about eight or nine o'clock tonight here. So I will be going outside later. There's two things I need to do. One, I need to get my snow brush out of the back of my van. I don't want to have to need it. And have to open up a back door full of snow. Uh, <laughs> kind of defeats the whole purpose. And yeah, I would say so. And I'm also going to salt the uh, walkway in the drive and the sidewalk out, out in front of our building. Uh, just to get a kind of heads up on it. Tomorrow morning I'll go out, I'll shovel. And uh, try to at least, at least keep ahead of it. Uh, but the problem is we're going to have these heavy winds. I mean, if it's too windy, then I'm not going to bother uh, tomorrow. But we're, we're talking winds f- later in the afternoon of 50, 50 plus miles an hour. So it's not. I want be- pictures. I want pictures. I want to see these gigantic snow drifts that you're talking about here. I didn't say anything about snow drifts. Well, if you got wind and you got that much snow, you're going to have snow drifts. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll see what happens. I mean,. I'm just I'm just happy that this time my car's not in a position to be plowed in. <laughs> well, that's 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 good in its own way. Well, I can't be plowed in from the rear. Let me put it that way. The side, yes, uh, but that I can deal with. That I can deal with. It's, uh... mm. Hey, I hear that you're. I hear that your uh, buddy, the QAnon shaman, is willing to speak at the Trump impeachment. <laughs> you know why? Because, because a, he's called 
Donnie and Donnie won't answer his calls. Donnie wouldn't wouldn't uh, free him. Donnie, uh... guess what, people? Unfortunately, they learned this too late. He doesn't care about you. Never has. Not in the least. He'll never get past the fact that if not for his old man and his grandfather making some money, he would be getting knocked on his ass on a regular basis in Queens. Because he'd be the neighborhood know-it-all, the neighborhood big mouth. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, uh, he's, he's, he's less than you are. But he manages to put on this show, and I don't know how he manages to convince people of all this. That he's this, that, and the other thing. And Mark Burnett, the producer of The Apprentice and Survivor, and Survivor is one of my favorite shows, uh, you need to come out with the outtakes. We uh, People need to see what he's really like. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah, the shaman. Actually, oh. SNL had a good skit last night about... Uh, Three couples getting together for like game night, and there's not they're waiting for pizza. Every time somebody knocks on the door, oh, that must be the pizza. All right, you uh, Joe Bag of Donuts? Yeah, well, you were at the Capitol. Yep, here we go. They all wind up getting arrested. It, it's funny. It's funny. This is <laughs> this is the most hilarious thing. How all these knuckleheads that took pictures of themselves and got themselves fit. Let's go to the Senate, uh, the Capitol building. There can't possibly be a camera there to catch my image. And. <laughs> I, I, to me, it's like you were inside. Throw the book at you. You oh, got yeah. people, you got people doing time in jail now for minor stuff. There, there was a, there's a woman who had been in jail for a while because, uh, she went to the wrong place to vote or she tried to register a kid for school and it was, she's doing like five or 10 years. Uh, uh, I, I mean, the, 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 and of course they're all, they're all black people. Uh, yeah. And, and Shalana may have brought up a good point here, uh, with, uh, with one, one of the only, uh, pro or one of the only, uh, insurgents who happen to be African-American, uh, is, uh, is still behind bars while a lot of the, uh, the white folks who have uh, been charged and have been released, house arrest or whatever, it just it just goes to show you that there there is no when it comes to the justice system, there still is no justice, and they wonder why why people are are still marching about that, and and it's a, it's marching for an entirely different cause than whether or not your 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 former president was causing. Uh, uh, telling a bunch of lies about his election status. That's all we got for this uh, week, folks. Uh, we'll talk to you next week. For Mr. Red Van Ness, I'm John. Please stop. And I talk to you. See ya.